Hello everybody, you listen to J Movie Talk episode 288 and this is not going to be a movie talk necessarily episode. Um just want to get on here and just kind of talk for a bit. Um I know that the last what two months really kind of been getting sporadic episodes from me and everything um but first off, I want to let everybody know, movie talk ain't going nowhere. So don't get, don't think that, oh no, this is one of them type of episodes. No, it's definitely not it. Um, I did just want to get behind the microphone and just kind of talk for a minute because it's been a while since I actually been on a regular routine with my movie talk episodes. As y'all can clearly tell for y'all who have listened to me for a while now, you know that I was on a run. I was just, you know, knocking out episode after episode actually was ahead at some point with episodes. But then life kind of got in the way. And by life, I mean work. Work got in the way. Got real busy at work. So I kind of got real sporadic with them um, for the last couple of months. And funny thing about it is that for the month of july i didn't have nothing planned when i looked and saw where i was i was like oh no i ain't got nothing planned for for july and it's like how how, i don't have anything planned for july um and everything so that's one reason why i wanted to get behind this microphone and just kind of talk to people that's been rocking with me for a while and even if you're a newer listener and you haven't been rocking with me for a while but you 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 tune in you listen to some episodes and everything and you like what you hear and you come back for more so um this is pretty much a also a test run a little bit for another project i'm kind of still working out to see how i'm gonna do it and everything so this is also a little bit of a test run for that too but again movie talk ain't going nowhere all right TV's own podcast network ain't going nowhere. Um, so like I say, don't want nobody to get that in their mind to think that. Um, if you are a newer listener and you've been, you know, listening to the podcast and you hear the type of movies that I do, I don't really do a lot of new, new movies. I, I try to stay away from that because I know a lot of the podcasts that's out there, they do, they cover a lot of the new movies. So, to try to keep myself apart and try to stand out a little bit for two reasons. I do my podcast solo for the most part. I have guests every now and then, but for the most part, it's just going to be me and my microphone. I'm like Nas in a way. Just all I need is one mic um, and anything for your music, hip hop li- uh, listeners out there um, and everything. Uh, but yeah, I mainly do that. And also, too, I kind of go back and I try to find movies that maybe don't get talked about a lot or never really get talked about on a podcast. I try to find certain movies like that and do them. And, you know, again, just try to set myself apart. For, so for anybody that's out there that's listening that might want to get into doing the podcast and things like that, I mean, it's thousands of podcasts out there. But one thing I try to tell people who want to get into the podcast and stuff like that, do something that's going to set you apart from everybody else because there's a lot of voices out there, a lot of great voices out there in the podcast world. A lot that ain't so good either, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to focus on that type of stuff. But there's a lot of great podcasts that's out there, whether it's in music, movies, 
just in entertainment in general there's a lot of really good voices that's out there a lot that should be heard a lot more i know some people who support me feel that i should be heard a lot more am i really comfortable in my position with the podcasting thing yes and no i'm being honest yes and no um but at the same time i'm not trying to overextend myself and trying necessarily to you know trying to okay i need people to listen to me no if you listen to me i appreciate you i really do um and everything i appreciate every listen that i get i I appreciate every interaction that i that i get every you know every encounter you know when somebody tweet me or message me saying like, damn, I really like that episode or, you know, dang, you know, you really doing your thing as a solo podcast and stuff like that. I, I appreciate that. So am I complacent with my standing to some degree? And like I say, I got it. Cause I, talk, I, I rarely get behind the microphone and just kind of talk. So this is you guys getting a behind the scenes, a little bit of how I think about doing my podcast and stuff like that too. And there will be a few changes, good changes, because it's always good to change and evolve as you continue to grow as a podcaster. Any, anybody that is a podcaster that's listened to this episode, you understand that it's good to evolve over time. Don't get complacent. Don't get, you know, repetitive with what you do. And if you start to feel like you are kind of getting like that, you know, it's good to take a break. It's good to take a little break and then come back and feel rejuvenized and 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 refreshed and come back strong and better than ever. And then you go on another run of just putting out podcast as a podcast and everything. And it feel good when you do it and everything. But like I said, I just want to get behind here, just kind of talk a little bit. And just also just put out an episode so people don't think that movie talk is going nowhere. Because, again, I, I'm going to say it again. And I might say it at least another 10 times that movie talk is not going nowhere. Um, But since this is a movie podcast, just to talk about some stuff that I have been watching recently. I did watch the new John Wick, John Wick Chapter 4. I missed seeing it at the movie theater. I bought it on Blu-ray. And after I watched it, I was like, damn, I should have went and saw it at the movie theater. But what's funny about that is the fact that I didn't see the first one at the movie theater. I saw part two and three at the movie theater. So I guess part four had to go inside with part one because I didn't see that one at the movie theater. Um, And I've done that with some movies and be like, damn, I should have saw that at the movie theater. Because certain movies you just have to see on the big screen. Certain movies that experience, you know, just the seeing it on the big screen with that surround sound and everything. There is no there is no substitute experience for that. You can do everything that you want to do at your home and everything as far as like speakers, sound bars and you know all that type of stuff and it do sound good in your home because i have a nice little sound system um set up and everything and when i'm watching movies but there's nothing like sitting in that movie theater and watching a movie on the big screen there's no there's, there's no substitute for that um and everything i enjoyed john wick chapter four i enjoyed where they went with the story um now for anyone who's seen it so this might be a little bit of a spoiler ish if you haven't seen it but whether or not john is coming back for a fifth we don't know 
but I do like that they're going to be doing some spinoffs with the Continental and Ballerina um, and everything. I'm, I'm definitely going to check them out and everything to see where they're going to kind of expand the whole John Wick world. If there is no more John Wick, they're going to expand the universe, basically, to be like, well, it can probably continue on without Keanu Reeves necessarily, you know, running around, you know, just killing everybody. Um, and everything. So, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I may or may not, um, podcast, uh, John Wick chapter four episodes some point down the road. I might do it. Um, another thing that I've been watching that I watched, I should say recently, which is kind of funny because I watched the second one, but I didn't watch the first one. And you probably wonder why well, I can do that. Well, I've, I'll tell y'all a little story about how I've done that in the past before. But the movie I'm talking about, I watched Distraction 2 on Netflix with Chris Hanworth. And you talk about a damn, just just an adrenaline ride. And, and keep in mind, now, I watched John Wick Chapter 4 and Extraction 2 in the same weekend. Both of these movies are two plus hours long. I mean, John Wick is, on, is three hours long, right? And... I watched them in the same weekend and that was like five hours worth of just, you know, just, just fighting and, and a lot of testosterone and, and just, just, just a lot of bodies all over the place. I mean, both of those movies, but Extraction 2, that was just insane. Um, I should watch the first one. Um, but again, if I like, how can you watch the second one, but not watch the first one? Well, I've, I did that when I watched the Born Identity movies. I actually saw, the second movie first, the third movie second, and the first movie last. So I watched it two, three, one. That's how I watched it with those movies when they first came out. Because for some reason, I, I just didn't want to watch the first Born Identity movie. For whatever reason it was, and when those movies came out, I was like, ah, I really don't. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with me. I didn't, I didn't have an interest in watching them for whatever reason. But then I watched them, and then I own actually own all of them and actually wish that they would kind of continue that universe in a way too <laughs> but yeah it, it's kind of weird how i do that with certain movies i can see the second one first and then go back and watch and you know fall in love with with a series or something like that chris hemsworth he did a damn good job in the, in those movies and with the way the second one ends it's like it sets up for a third one which hopefully we well i mean they did announce that there will be a third one so there will be a third extraction movie coming and i'm pretty sure that's going to be even bigger and more insane than the second one and yeah i mean if you haven't seen extraction or extraction 2 yet i mean i definitely recommend checking it out which is kind of funny because how netflix has a lot of movies like this on there and a lot of them don't really get talked about too much some because they just kind of come and go but some of them, I think they should get checked out. I remember when Kate first came out, I kind of pushed Kate because I was letting people know, like, yeah, y'all should check this out. For one, it was crazy seeing Mary Elizabeth Winstead playing that type of a role. I mean, I know what she did with the character of Huntress and Birds of Prey, but I would put Kate a little bit above the Huntress character, even though I would like to see her come back as the Huntress because I thought she did a good job with that and just how she kind of played it with the little social awkwardness that the Huntress has and being a part of that group. So, yeah, it'd be cool to see her come back and, you know, kicking some ass, basically. 
and everything. Um, I what else did I watch? I watched. Um, I've been watching some documentaries lately. Uh, I actually started watching this one that's on uh, Hulu. Well, it's actually on. Um, it's on E actually E Entertainment, and it's a kind of going through like basically black culture in entertainment and i've watched the first two episodes i'll probably watch the third one third episode here later today probably um and then i know wednesday is when the new episode come out and it's produced by steph curry so if you haven't seen that if you like you know stuff like documentary stuff like that i definitely recommend checking that out too um and everything um yeah, like I said, just just getting on here, just want to talk talk a little bit, talk about some different things, you know, kind of switch with this episode, kind of going back to what I said earlier, just switching it up a little bit, doing something a little different, um, and everything. But probably the main topic of this episode that I'm gonna focus a little bit more on than probably everything else is I have this weird thing when it came to. The Indiana Jones movies. It's not. It's not that I'm not a fan of the Indiana Jones movies. I've watched the movies countless times. But the first movie, the very first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I have seen countless times, I had never actually saw the ending of that movie, and I didn't realize that myself until I was having a talk with a friend of mine. And when he brought up about, yeah, you know, when the ship get blew up and when when everything happened, you know, with the opening of the arc at the end, I was like, huh, what you talking about? And then I realized you never saw the end of that movie. So I was like, wait a minute. I own the trilogy. I've seen Crystal Skull. I plan on seeing the new one um, that just came out at the movie theater. But I had never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark completely from beginning to end. When it comes to Raiders, I saw everything up until that duel in the street that he has, which, of course, is, you know, the guy comes out with a sword and he's like, you want to have a sword fight and it's like the hell with this and just pull out the gun and shoot him and just walk off. Right. That's the last thing that I've always seen whenever I watch that movie. So here last week. When I was off, I actually sat and I watched Raiders from beginning to end. And I was like, why the hell did I never watch this movie completely all the way through? And as much as Harrison Ford is dope as Indiana Jones, which he is, it's an iconic character. In some ways, I think I like Indiana Jones as a character a little bit better than Han Solo because those are like his two iconic roles, right? I like Indiana Jones just a little bit better. Not saying I don't like Han Solo, but I like Indy just a little bit more. One thing about his performance, for me at least, in Raiders is that Steven Spielberg and George Lucas basically made Indiana Jones an adventuring version of James Bond. That's basically what he is. And even though Temple of Doom, which is the second movie, but technically, take, well, not technically, it takes place before Raiders because there's no Nazis. And you only know that because there's no Nazis. And it's probably the most kid friendly of them all. 
in everything. And that's kind of why with Last Crusade, it kind of goes back to the origins of what the first movie was. And plus, I mean, you had Sean Connery, who was James Bond, right? So I always wondered, did they do that on purpose? Because like I said, watching the movie and watching how Harrison Ford, how he had this charisma, this swagger about him, it was like, yeah, he kind of like, he kind of like James Bond in a way. And then when, when Mayor, when, uh, when Mayor Ravenwood show up and she just beat, she just knocked the hell out of his ass, like, like Indiana Jones, I ain't dealing with you and your nonsense no more. And he just kind of take it. Karen Allen actually, in a lot of ways, she, she steals that movie. And you can kind of see why people were so excited when she comes back for Crystal Skull because, I mean, Kate Capshaw in Temple of Doom, and everything she she gives the performance that that movie needs because of what that movie is so she gives the right performance for it uh i always forget the lady's name that's in um last crusade who was not only messing around with indiana but she was messing with the daddy too and then she triple crossing everybody because she working with the nazis and then she she supposed to be working with indian and daddy but she just all over the place she don't know what she want that's why she gets sucked into the damn uh crevice you know at the at the end of the movie she gets sucked down into the hole right and everything because she was with all her nonsense she's good in that but it's just something about karen allen's performance as marion in raiders that sets her apart from the other women of the series and why they didn't bring her back you know until crystal skull with the whole character of, of being uh, Shia LaBeouf's character's mother and he was supposed to be like taking over eventually for Harrison Ford which that did not go how they thought it was going to go because LaBeouf had his issues and everything so that's why we're getting a fifth movie with Harrison who's 80 years old coming back who came back and everything but yeah it's just uh, like I said I, I can't explain why I never seen Raiders before all the way through, but I'm glad I finally did sit and watch it. And I probably will be watching it a little bit more frequently because I say Temple of Doom, I don't really watch that much, even as a kid, which that movie was supposed to be geared towards me because I was a kid at the time. Even at that time, I didn't really like Temple of Doom as much as I like Last Crusade. Last Crusade is my, is still my favorite of the series. I probably say, Last Crusade, Raiders. Hell, I might even put Crystal Skull just maybe a tad bit over Temple of Doom. And like I say, they're not. None of the movies are bad. I mean, they all have their absurd scenes, like how the hell are they doing this and how the hell he's surviving this. They all have that, but nothing for me. For me, and I say that again, for me, nothing beats Last Crusade as the best film and which is ironic because Raiders of the Lost Ark is the only movie of the franchise that was nominated for an Oscar and it play it's in a it's a grown person's movie like it ain't no kid shit going on in there I mean when 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 Andy think that that Marion is dead that man was down bad that man was hurt that man was sitting at that table with that bottle and he was hurt. Like, 
even when they thought that Indy died in Last Crusade going over the cliff with the tank, they just looking and they kind of looking sad. But none of them had the look on their face of what Indy had when he thought that Marion, who he was in love with, he thought that that one was love of his life. That man, he probably did. If if she really was dead, he probably wouldn't even have went back to America to teach. He probably just would have stayed at that bar and just drunk his life away. Um, um, they probably would have had to come find Indy. They would have found him in that bar just sitting there drinking with that doggone monkey. That's what they would have found. And he'll be like, I ain't going nowhere. That's how broke up that man was. That man was hurt. I don't think I've ever seen any hurt like that before. And it's just, like I say, it's a, it's a dope movie. It really is. And But like I say, for me, Last Crusade, it just, it's just, it has, I think it, it epitomizes everything. It was a perfect blend of what Raiders is. And it took probably the best elements from what Temple of Doom had. It took out kind of the, the nonsense from Temple of Doom. Um, but it would have been cool to see. It would be cool to see if Short Round came back. You know, bring him back in the future. Especially now with him being an Oscar winner now for everything and everywhere all at once. You know, bring him back into the fold. You know, bring him back. Well, what the hell he been doing for the last who knows how many years and everything. You probably could bring him back um, and everything. Don't have to be a story by Indy. It could be a story with Short Round. They could do that. And everything, right? So, but yeah, that's that's my as I like to refer to my my strange odd history <laughs> with Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, and everything. But not gonna be on here too much longer. But I wanted to close this out with talking about something that was released here last week, um, and it was probably the most one of the most anticipated. One of the most anticipated things in recent memory. Now, I'm not too sure how many of y'all are familiar with the NPR Tiny Desk live concert series that's on YouTube. If not, definitely get familiar with it. Check it out. Might have some of your favorite artists on there. And for the month of June, it was Black Music Month. But back in, I think it was april because miami's own the baddest chick herself miss trina she was on there i haven't watched her episode yet i might go back and watch it and everything just because these are just the people that i grew up watching you know when they was you know in the you know when they was in the mainstream and everything and and everything like that um so after her tiny this People started tweeting out who they would like to see on Tiny Disc. And one of the people, somebody tweeted to Juvenile. Now, if you don't know who Juvenile is, Juvenile was a part of Cash Money Records back in the day. He had some very great hits of, of doing that time. Probably his biggest hit probably being Back That Ass Up, Back That Thing Up, whichever version you want to know of. It's title is, but it's the same freaking song. And somebody tweeted him like, hey, you should do Tiny This. And Juvenile tweeted back to him like, uh, no. Like, what the hell is that? He didn't know what Tiny This was. Well, f- for anyone who don't know what Tiny This is, Tiny This is a series, a live concert series 
that takes place in Washington, D.C. I think it's a bookstore. I'm not sure if it's an actual book. It looks like a bookstore from where, where it looks, but it's, there, it's like an office there, but it looks like a bookstore also. Not sure exactly what building this is, but these artists come in and they do at least between what 15, 15 to 30 minutes of some of their hit songs. And this series has been going on since 2008. And there's been a lot of people on. And for the month of June, we had Black Music Month. You had, you had Charlie Wilson, you had Babyface, you had Tank. All those were great. But the end of month, because Juvenile, I guess he did his research about what Tiny Desk was. And he tweeted back to the person like, we doing it. So you started seeing like clips of behind the scenes of them setting up for him coming in to do Tiny Desk. When they released it, like I, I tweeted out like this is going to do numbers. This is one of the most anticipated things that we're going to see. And I have to say that Juvenile with Manny Fresh and their band, they did not disappoint with the performance that they gave. And it's just a fun, almost 30 minute performance of them doing some of the hits from back in the day. For me, it took me back to my middle school and high school days because these are the type of songs that I grew up on. Not just with back that, back that ass up, but he did set it off. He did rodeo. He did slow motion. He did ha, even did project chick. Um, and everything and just was having fun and and it's just something about that performance and i've watched it a few times now well actually more than a few times i've watched it seven times now yes i've watched it seven times might be 10 before um before it's all said done i might watch it 10 freaking times right 10 times right but anyway it's just a fun experience just to see in if anybody who, if you're a fan of his, or even if you might have known just maybe a song or two, I recommend you definitely checking that out just to watch it because it is, it's a fun time and they having fun doing it. And that's what you like to see when people perform. And one thing about watching the Tiny Desk, especially with the artists that get into it, get the crowd into it, because there are people there. Some performances, you don't realize that there's even people there. You never really notice that. But then some of you started, like, when they tried to, okay, yeah, because I'm here. I want y'all to get involved in it, too. And then you realize that there were people there. Well, the people that was there for this one, you knew they was there because they singing along with the songs and everything. And you could you could tell there was a good back and forth between artists and the crowd. And that's always something that's great to see, especially when you're at home watching. Because I've been always under the thing of, and this goes to sports or anything, if the people that they're live is not into it, how can I really be into it when I'm sitting at home watching it? If the person, if the people that's there right there in front of them is not entertained by what they give them. I always feel like there should always be a connection with performer and live audience, whether it like say sports or especially in concerts. Especially with music concert, if if the crowd is not vibing to it, how can I really say, "Well, this is truly good," or 
and also the artist might not feel the love and everything. So how can they really be up for it if they feel like, well, damn, you people ain't really care about me like that. So how can I really give them what they want? But juvenile give the people what they want. Him and Manny Fresh. It's, like I say, it's, it's probably one of the best ones that's out there. And like I say, even though this series has been around for for years, but this is probably one of the best. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a, I'm a prisoner of the moment. I'm just saying that from the sheer fact of the enjoyment that was going on with the whole thing and how the crowd was so into it. So I definitely recommend everybody checking that out. So that's how I'm going to end this episode. Um, you might get more episodes like this from me. I might not get on here just to talk about some movies. I might just get on here just to talk about some other stuff um, and everything. Um, but before I get out of here, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do as far as movies for, for July. Um, I might pick a movie here or there to do, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. Uh, like what type, but I will be back on just to kind of get behind the microphone and talk because I really haven't done this in a while. Um, as far as getting behind the microphone is just talking. Um, so maybe this is the, the kickstart, the rejuvenation that I need, recharge my battery. This is how I get back into it. And then I start pumping out movie talk episodes as far as movies go, you know, uh, going forward, um, like that. But, you know, I, I probably be back on just to get behind the microphone and talk again sometime soon like that non-movie related and everything so i want to thank y'all again for listening to this episode like i said short episode just me talking about some stuff and everything like that um i'll be back for episode 289 whether it's a movie or me just getting behind the microphone and talking because i'm getting closer and closer to the the big 300 and everything which i am very proud of that um that i'm getting to that you know that mark uh, here soon because most podcasts you know they they don't get past a certain number and and to begin to 300 that is a that is a that is a big milestone i feel um and that thing so i'm i definitely be trying to plan something big for the episode as far as what i want to talk about on the 300 but before we get there of course gotta find some other episodes to do so yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, you can find me on online. Um, I just put it like that with, especially with the nonsense that's going on with Twitter right now, which you, well, you, you really can't see a lot of tweets right now. You get, you got this rate limit, you know, that's on there. So you got to be real choosy with what you do. But if you decide you can, you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at, my personal page, the J Giles, or you can follow the Movie Talk page, uh, J Movie Talk. Um, you can find me on Instagram at my personal page. There's also the J Giles over there, or you find the Movie Talk episode, um, episode Movie Talk uh, Instagram at JMT Podcast. Uh, you find the podcast, a part of the TV Zone Podcast Network, where, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, I found out here what last week that stitcher is actually going to be discontinued after august uh so fellow podcasters if you don't know too much about that you got your podcast on stitcher i mean start letting people know like after august 29th i believe it is stitcher will be no more um but you can follow all the podcasts a part of 
um, Spotify, Spotify for podcasts, formerly known as Anchor, pretty much wherever else you listen to your podcast. Uh, Good Pods um, is another one. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, at, just type in the TV Zone Podcast Network and you'll find all of uh, the Movie Talk episodes as well as all the other podcasts that's part of the network. But to make it real simple, just go to the website, www.tvzonepodcastnetwork.com. Um, until next time, I will catch y'all next time. Peace.